Hello, and welcome to Mission in 5, the podcast, the show where we ask five simple questions to ministry practitioners to learn more about who they are and where they see God moving in their local communities. My name is Greg Manula. I'm the Associate Executive Minister and Region Missionary for the American Baptist Churches of Nebraska. And every single week, I get to partner with churches and ministry practitioners. And I'm always amazed at the many and varied ways that God works in our individual communities and when multiple churches come together for mission and ministry. And so, that's the purpose of this podcast, to share with you the many things that God is doing and to meet some of the people participating in God's mission in Nebraska, across the country, and around the world. Tragedy is part of the human condition. Sometimes we are the authors of our own suffering through our action or inaction. Sometimes we are the victims of chaotic disruptions outside of our ability to control or even comprehend. Most tragedy and suffering resist elementary explanations and simple moralizing. Learning to walk with a God who is a very present help in times of trouble, especially when it feels like evidence to the contrary is lacking, is a big part of becoming a faithful follower of Jesus. Pastors and church leaders are called to walk with people through the valley of the shadow of death. And doing so with grace and dignity is not easy, and it requires a special ability to listen to God and to those experiencing pain. Job was a man familiar with suffering, and his story also defies simple explanation and basic moralizing. On October 7th, 8th, and 9th, the American Baptist Churches of Nebraska will host its annual Fall Pastors Conference at the Moses Merrill Camp and Conference Center. Our guest speaker there will be pastor, author, and counselor, Dr. Gordon Gross, who has both walked with those experiencing tragedy and who also has his own Job-like experience to share. Dr. Gordon Gross is the author of Tragedy Transformed, a book that draws inspiration from the biblical story of Job. He helps people deepen their ability to walk faithfully through difficult seasons of life. Dr. Gross pastored for 25 years, he served as a pastoral counselor for 11, and now volunteers at Good Samaritan Ministries in Beaverton, Oregon. Well, welcome to the show today, Dr. Gross. I'm glad you're here. Thank you. Yeah, well, I just want to express appreciation to you and uh, to your executive minister for the uh, opportunity to share with your pastors and, uh, and with this podcast here, too. Thank you. Well, very good. We're so glad to have you. Our format is simple enough. We'll ask five simple questions to ministry practitioners like yourself to learn more about who you are and where you see God moving in your community. So let's dive right in. So who are you? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Right. Well, uh, I'm an ABC pastor ordained in 1964. I'm also endorsed as a pastoral counselor, although retired uh, officially. Okay. I pastored three congregations, uh, one in Boston, one in Northern California, and one in upstate New York. Wow, that's Um, a variety of contexts. Yes, yeah. Moving from Boston, my home, to uh, Northern California was a big culture shock. Yeah. But um, uh, the the pastoral years were were enriching and challenging, and... uh, Gave me a lot of a lot of opportunity, of course, to minister to people in uh, in distress. After uh, completing my third congregation ministry, I went into counseling. I had achieved a doctorate degree at the Boston University Graduate School earlier in 1972, and I began counseling in a mental health clinic for 11 years. Mm. 
So I learned a lot about the skills of, um, of uh, doing diagnosis and uh, working alongside uh, professional counselors and uh, psychologists. There was one other pastoral counselor there, but he also had his uh, degree in social work. Um, generally, the, <laughs> the ministry of the counseling center was uh, Christian, Mm-hmm. And uh, there were many, many Christians on staff. And um, another friend uh, for whom I had uh, uh, shared a, a Job seminar at his church mm. said, you, you need to write a book on Job. Mm. And um, I, of course, dismissed it right away, but I began to think about it. <clears throat> I began to want to, to do something with the book. Uh, also, I have a personal interest Mm-hmm. Our son and daughter-in-law have been down with uh, chronic fatigue syndrome, now known as uh, myalgic encephalomyelitis, and uh, she also has multiple chemical sensitivities. So mm. we've been dealing with uh, intractable health situation with our children and, and still are uh, to the present day. And so I began to think about there must be other people with those same intractable situations, and the Book of Job was written for just such people. So I determined then to uh, retire and write. So around 2003, I uh, retired and uh, began to learn how to write. Now, I've done a doctoral dissertation, but uh, never something for the popular reader, the the Mm -hmm. general reader in the market. And... um, so it was. It's a one eighty degree difference. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's very different. Yeah. So uh, I, I spent the next twelve years on that, and uh, I'll be sharing my book with uh, with the pastors uh, when we meet uh, next month. Um, it's a uh, story based on the book of Job, but I try to bring the hope out of it. I try to say, how does Job get from uh, wanting to die in chapter 3 to meeting the Lord in chapter 38. Mm. And um, I, I deal much more uh, or as much with uh, current day issues and have interviewed people, use their stories, uh, one story in each chapter. So it, it's not just a study in Job, but uh, it's also uh, case studies of how people today have dealt with various types of tragedies. Right such as the death of a spouse, a mental illness, a major depression, suicidal, uh, and so forth. Okay. So, yeah. so tell us a little bit about, I mean, you're doing a really good job already, but uh, tell us a little bit more about how you got to this point. Um, you had been pastoring for many, many years. You, you retired, and, and Job just really grabbed hold of your heart, and um, you wanted to write a book about it. Um, what are some of the things that you've you've done with this work? Um, you said that you've recognized there were other people going through struggles where Job could speak into their lives. What are some of the ways you've done that since retiring and, and really focusing on this work? When I when I uh, meet with the pastors, I'll be using material from uh, the book of Job, <clears throat> the dialogue with his friends. So I plan to use um, the, the book plus uh, some other material that I have uh, just recently come across uh, from a book entitled Why Don't We Listen Better? 
Mm-hmm. And um, so it, I'll be doing some work in teaching communication skills, improving them. I've focused lately in using the Book of Job around the issue of empathy mm. and uh, understanding what empathy is uh, and uh, how to... Um, how to speak with other people, uh, listening to them, and uh, demonstrating empathy as a uh, as a way to show our compassion as Christians. Jesus was uh, very compassionate. He he loved everybody and he touched everybody uh, that he met, uh, one way or another. Uh, and he led many to healing. So uh, I, I'm using empathy as as a way to uh, to express the love of Christ in us. Tragedy is a is a just it's it's part of the human condition, and uh, you know this as yeah. a pastor. You know this as a counselor, um, and so at our fall pastors conference in October, you're going to be speaking to to our our pastor leaders uh, from all across the state, and they're from a variety of contexts, small towns, and urban contexts, and everything in between. Um, but most of our pastors um, over the last year have really experienced what it is to minister during natural disaster. Um, yes, exactly. We, we experienced a terrible winter, well, it was a spring storm that did a lot of damage yeah. to um, calves and cattle in the west and north of the state. And in the east, that same storm or, or just the effects of, of, of some, some other storms caused a lot of flooding that's done a lot of damage yeah. to, to our region. And so these pastors have been walking alongside people dealing with this. Is uh, Right. Uh, kind of connect some of those dots for us in advance before the pastors get there. What, what were some of the things that like a pastor can do to um, be aware of their own grief, but then also minister to others as they're going through these things? Sure. One of the one of the great temptations. There are many. Uh, one of the great temptations that uh, we experience as we try to help people is uh, we we feel compelled to to try to fix it mm. and uh, relieve their pain. Yeah, and uh, make it better. And um, it's uh, it takes some discipline to to recognize and learn. We we can't do that. And uh, we can listen, we can care, and we can show empathy. Uh, and as we walk with people through their pain and, and through their loss and, and what that means to them, that actually brings the healing. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I'm trying to, I will be teaching some of these skills of, right. for the pastors uh, to help each other. And also, of course, to then be able to use these skills to help their parishioners uh, who've uh, ex- uh, experienced uh, extreme trauma. I- I've looked at some of the pictures, the bo- before and after, mm-hmm. of uh, of the flooding, the-, the dams that broke, and and so forth. So mm-hmm. um, it's um, it's it's heartbreaking. And I just think yeah. of the. Uh the the large scale um, work that some of the pastors are doing they're meeting the needs of multiple households and 
and, and really the ongoing work, you know, after the TV crews leave and um, politicians have made their appearance and, and go home, there's, there's still lots of work to do. Um, is what, what, what would your advice be for that ongoing stuff, the, the things that take months and months and years to recover from? Well, um, constant uh, keeping in touch, mm-hmm. checking in, seeing how things are going, demonstrating concern, and uh, listening. Mm-hmm. Um, problem solving as uh, <clears throat> as people are open to it, um, and uh, prayer, yeah. and praying with people, um, turning their their uh, experiences over to the Lord and teaching them to do that. Um, My wife and I are going through a very difficult time even now with our son and daughter-in-law. And uh, we're having to learn these lessons uh, as well as we come to a point of downsizing, come to a point where our kids are not any better uh, than they were 30 years ago. And um, what's going to happen after we're gone? I mean, these are the issues that we're struggling with right now, personally. Yeah. But those are some of the uh, suggestions I could uh, I could offer, and um, I'm I'm hopeful that uh, your pastors will avail themselves of the opportunity to join us on the uh, at the Camp Merrill on October seven to nine, where uh, I'll be working to. Uh, teach some new skills of listening and uh, using the book of Job. The book of Job deals with natural disasters as well as, uh, say, uh, terrorist attacks um, and things that are out of our control. Mm-hmm. And that's a hard thing to uh, to learn to live with. But uh, in reality, in life, there are a lot of things that are not in our control. One of the things that we're going to be able to do for our pastors is provide them with a, a copy of your book, um, Tragedy Transformed, and, and that's serving as kind of that teaching outline primarily for, for this weekend as well. With the background that you just explained, so many pastors having to deal with the trauma of the flooding. Yeah. And uh, so I will be working not only with Joe, but also with uh, additional listening skills so that uh, pastors can, uh, number one, hear each other and uh, share on a healing level. And then, of course, uh, the, through these experiences, I trust they'll, they'll be uh, better equipped to do to do that with their own parishioners yeah. as they return back to their ministries. Well, one of the things that these fall pastors' conferences out at Moses Merrill Camp and Conference Center really offer our pastors are the interpersonal relationships. They get to come and yes, spend sure. time with other pastors. They really get to know the the, the speakers pretty well, our guests, and and you'll sure you, you'll be here as a guest uh, during that time. Uh, what are some of your interests and hobbies, some things that uh, that might be of interest to our pastors just to kind of begin that interpersonal relationship even now as they listen to the podcast? Right. Well, I love evangelism. I love seeing people come to Jesus. 
Um, helping people in loss and grief, of course, uh, is a major interest of mine. I, I do walking as much as I can. Um, I ran uh, in uh, high school and college um, and uh, at, at Wheaton College under Gil Dodds, a world-famous mm-hmm. mile at the time. Yeah. And as I walk, I, I read. I, I take my Kindle with me, and uh, so I'm reading a book uh, all the time. Yeah. And uh, right now I'm reading the, the biography of Robert E. Lee. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Um, <clears throat> fascinating story, of course. Um, I also am working through Klein's uh, commentary on Job 1 to 20. Uh, he has three volumes in the Word a biblical uh, commentary series, and this is his first volume. I'm going through it again. I've already written in it and marked it up, but uh, I'm, I'm finding rich treasures as I go more carefully and at a leisurely pace now. Yeah. So our uh, our last question is then just sort of what's next? What's next for you? Um, we know you're coming here in a couple, two, three weeks, yeah. but... Um, you know, after that, what, what are some of the things that, that you're doing personally or professionally? Right. Well, <clears throat> I will be with you the uh, 7th or the 9th of October, but on, the, on Saturday the, the 12th, I teach a workshop uh, at the Oregon Christian Writers on nonfiction writing. Okay. Uh, sharing, sharing my uh, experience of writing my book uh, for other uh, prospective writers. Okay. Um, and then that next day, I have a memorial service that I will lead at my church for a, um, a man who died with no connection to the church, and the uh, pastor was <clears throat> overburdened with the uh, challenges right now, so he asked if I would um, take over, so I'm doing that. So I'm putting my pastoral hat on. I met with the, uh, with the widow twice, and... Um, so I'll be conducting that service. Personally, our biggest challenge right now is preparing our house for sale. We've uh, taken out a loan and fixed it up um, and uh, thinking about downsizing my library is quite traumatic <laughs> for me. Oh my goodness. I, I love this uh, books that I've collected many yes. of whom I've never many of which I've never read. <laughs> Um, I have a large, uh, well, I don't know, large uh, theology library and and uh, somewhat uh, smaller psychology library. So yeah. I plan to keep my uh, my reference works and my my sets, uh, but uh, having to downsize uh, yeah. is going to be a challenge. That's always difficult. I'm uh, I'm also a bit of a bibliophile. I have many books sure. and I have two different libraries because I have an office and then I also have a home. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, um, but right now I've I've been the beneficiary of of many people downsizing their libraries and increased mine um, that way. And so as right. as you consider your downsizing, find a a pastor or a young leader that could really use some of those books. I know I've been a beneficiary of of. Um, mentors in my life that have provided that for me so uh, sure. it's, it's not easy and, and i know someday i'll have to do it myself but um you know i i hope that you discern well and that you share your books well, graciously <laughs> yeah thank you look uh i look forward to helping others very good my book is available by the way on on amazon and um 
I have a website as well. Unfortunately, I have, I have to confess I have not been writing blogs lately, but uh, yeah. gordongross.com uh, is okay. my website. Um, I'm, uh, that's spelled G-R-O-S-E, by the way. Um, I am very active on Twitter, however, and if any of your pastors uh, are also active on Twitter, I would uh, welcome them to, to join me. Okay. I have about... I have 1,800 uh, followers now, and um, I, I, tr- I try to use this as ministry, so I support people uh, in grief, I support people with addiction issues, I support uh, people with uh, mental health uh, concerns and prayer for people, quite a large Christian community. Right. There and uh, then I also share tweets about my book and my my writing on the blogs that I have produced. Okay. Um, my handle is gross, G R O S E underscore Gordon G O R D O N. Well, it's been great talking with uh, Dr. Gordon Gross, uh, pastor, counselor, author of Tragedy Transformed. He's going to be our keynote speaker at the Fall Pastors Conference, October 7, 8, 9 at the Moses Merrill Camp and Conference Center. Uh, you can get a hold of him at Twitter. He's got an email address as well and a, and a pretty cool website, and we're going to put all of that in the show notes. Um, pastor Gross, Dr. Gross, I, I thank you so much for your time this afternoon. Thank you. It's been a blessing talking with you, Greg. Thank you. Well, thank you for listening to Mission in 5, the podcast. Keep tuning in as we introduce you to ministry practitioners partnering with God's mission through the churches of Nebraska and the larger American Baptist community. Check out the show notes for link and contact information to Dr. Gordon Gross. Uh, There you'll also find links to his Twitter handle, and you'll see um, information there for how to purchase his book, Tragedy Transformed. Uh, The pastors who come to the Fall Pastors Conference will receive a free copy of this book, so if you plan on attending, you don't have to purchase a copy. Uh, You'll also see there a place to register for the 2019 Fall Pastors Conference at Moses Merrill Camp and Conference Center. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast at Podbean, iTunes, and Google Play, or wherever you get your podcast feeds. While there, be sure to rate and review us so we know how you're enjoying the show. Send us ideas on who you'd like us to interview for future episodes. And feel free to support us by giving through our PayPal link on our abcnebraska.com website. Thanks, everybody. Have a great day.